All right. Welcome back. Hi, guys. Uh, episode 51. I'm Sid Delano. Let's see. This week, I was able to get my nail fixed. Oh, good God. I've been hiding. Wait, it. do you know she's been hiding this nail for what, a month? It's Labor Day. No, Memorial Day. Yes, I went to the homie's 50th birthday party. <laughs> and I was sitting on the top of a chair. And the young lady that was sitting in the chair got up and the chair capsized. And I was trying to protect my frozen shoulder. So I tried to stop my fall and my nail popped back. It was the worst pain of my life. Half my nail ripped off. Woo! It took a month and a half for this bitch to grow to where I could get it back on. So I can sit on either side now yes. <laughs> without fear of showing. It looks like, because my nails are so long, right. it looks like my finger had been cut off. Oh, so. So no, we didn't want that. I'm back to normal. My kid comes home from camp tomorrow. I'm very excited about this. I haven't seen her in three weeks. So Bug will be back. What are you guys going to do when she first gets back? Probably go get some lunch. Anywhere special to take it? I, you know, I was going to check in with you, like <laughs> food uh, options. We might go to Golden Buddha. Okay. She hasn't been there since she was, she was small. Four? Yes. Yeah. So th- it was her favorite place. I know this doesn't sound weird, but they have bomb chicken wings. And this was her favorite place to get you. They give you like eight. Well, they're huge chicken wings. Yeah. We may be eating cat. I don't care if I can take Oh, God. Whatever. But yeah, I think I might take her since we're already going to be on that side of town. Yeah. That would be fun. I go there. And um, now back down memory lane. Yeah. I also, so this week has been full of revelations and this, that, and the third. My therapist is having me write a trauma narrative. And for those who don't know, I pretty much have to chronicle all the trauma that I can remember from childhood. Something like this. It's traumatic as fuck. And it literally like causes me to pause. But because I have ramped up my therapy, because I feel like I'm losing my mind a little bit, um, it's my therapist is making me address all of my relationships. Wow. Wow. We don't get to you. But no, she's like, no, I know. Assess all of your relationships. No, 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 I get it. Like, why you're in them. Yeah. Are they beneficial both ways? Right. Uh, Do they mirror relationships you have with your family members? And so I am starting the talks with people today. And I kind of feel like people think that they're in trouble. But it's like, you're not in trouble. I'm just, I'm doing what my therapist, my therapist has challenged me. To assess all of my relationships. I love that though. So I have to have very honest conversations. I have to tell the people who are closest to me what I need. Yes. And it's it's scary because I do know some people, they can't. They don't have the capacity? They don't. I don't think they ever will. Oh, wow. Just think of one person I'm thinking of. You know who it is. Look, I'm like this. So that's been my week. It's been a little heavy, but therapeutically necessary. <laughs> Look, I'm like this. Yeah. 
it's a it's a sad day in my <sighs> who are you <laughs> who am i god i was gonna start singing another song god damn add um my, hi i'm tam joiner uh <laughs> As you can tell, I do have ADD. Um, this week, Nobody knows. yeah, well, <laughs> they can't tell. Like, I, okay. Anyway, so uh, this week, my life is a, a mess. I'm moving, so I, I am packing, and I, you know, got all of my um, linens and towels and packed. And then this morning I got up and I was like, I don't have any towels. Oh, no. I don't have any washcloths because they're in a box. Take them. Did you make a target tarche run? No, I have. I'm just going to have, I found one like in a suitcase. So I was like, oh God, what in Jesus' name. So Would I'm, you like a towel for anything? No, I, no, I have towels. <laughs> I just will have to wash the ones that I, I found. Uh, because I'm, I'm in the middle of doing laundry too so okay, okay. so it's a combination of things going stuff is still wet and other stuff just gotcha. my life is in shambles because I'm living out of suitcases and I don't know where shit is anymore because stuff is in a box and my living room has suitcases and boxes all over it yes it looks crazy and then I realized I have a lot of shoes a lot mm-hmm. of shoes I do not wear mm. let me tell you something I'm glad we're talking about sex this month because I have bought some shoes in in the thought that I would do things in these shoes. These shoes have never been worn. I have some of those in you to rush. <laughs> I'm not so I'm just trying to determine if do I need to keep oh, do I maybe let me shoot. Oh, I mean so I mean I'm gonna, you know, I bought a pair of shoes to wear for my birthday one year. You were there when I bought them, the red platform shoes with the bow. They had what? I was there. We lived together when I bought them. I they were red and they had your t- my toes are out and it has like a red bow. Yes, and you zip them up in the back. I still never worn no shoes. These need to go with you to uh, Saint Martin. Yes, and I found a dress to go with it. So I know that's right. The red shoes will get worn. Now the black stiletto. Where are you going in them shoes? Well, I had only, it was going to be a short walk. But anyway, so I'm trying to organize my life. Um, I have a lot of papers I'm throwing away. I just, I found, Logan's right. We have too many journals because I have 150 million notebooks. And then there's like, I wrote in three pages. I wrote in three pages. I wrote in three pages, but just never went back to it. And I'm just looking at this like, I she made to, me promise not to buy anymore. Yeah, so I, um, it's hard because I think I bought two and this year and I'm just trying to restrain myself from not purchasing more because I always see ones that I want. So um, yeah, I'm just, my, in my apartment complex that I'm currently in is Bootsy because again, I took them my remote garage door I was going to ask about this. Nisha took it. They said they fixed it. It didn't work. Nisha gave it back to them. Mm-hmm. They told me to come by and pick it up. It still doesn't work. Can we get our shit out? So Please. I said to the lady, look, I'm going to schedule a day. Yes. Y'all need to bust it open. 
So me and her are talking on Monday to figure out the date to bust it open because I have to be out by the 21st. Well, that's going to be on them if you're not. Yeah, if I'm not, it's not, that's not my, because I've been trying for a good three or four weeks to get into this motherfucking yes. garage. So um, we're going to talk about that and work that out. But aside from my world being in utter chaos, I'm doing very well. <laughs> Look at that's me. That's good. I'm doing very well. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. That's that's what I want to hear. Yeah. Um, moving on, speaker rocks. Um, what we've been listening to. So for all of the people who have never like really sat down, like anyone who's watched Insecure knows the music is like one of the best things about the whole show. Yeah. Insecure. They did a very good job. Didn't Raphael Sadi? He was the, the music. Um, the he was the di- created the music director. director. Okay. So. They um they pick a lot they picked a lot of music that I just randomly came up on on Spotify, yeah. and it happened to be in the show. There was one song. It's called "Time Off," and it's by um these artists. I've I've heard of Radio, and it's spelled R A E D I O, uh-huh. but I had never heard of B K Habermill until I uh heard this song so on the insecure show they play a lot of r&b that's from over the seas over the seas <laughs> overseas yeah yeah so basically black people from london yeah making music so time off is great um i think that was on the episode where Issa was like finally making money doing what she wanted to do yes and she couldn't take no time off she was just praise jesus booked and busy that's what i'm talking about um the other song that I was listening to was A Marie. Um, I just died. Let me tell you something about this first A Marie album will always be hands down one of the best 90s. That came in the 90s, right? Yeah, one of the best 90s album. I know you're making this face. I never said A Marie was like the greatest singer. No, no, no. I just know I what I was gonna say was like I didn't like that album. Nobody cares what you like. So <laughs> I used to work with this guy and he would play Amory every single Girl. day. Every single day. If I didn't like it, it would have got on my nerves. But I Just Died is my jam. Um, I don't know why I was playing Dad and Bougie, but Look. my daughter can pick out Offset's voice literally off any song. And I have no idea like how she has a love for her. Offset. But I was playing some random song and she was like, this is kind of random. Why Offset on here? And I said, you know Offset's voice? <laughs> of course I do. Okay, I didn't know you was an Offset fan. Look. But she knows the difference between Offset, Quavo, and Takeoff. I mean, you know. So, you know. Yeah. But bad you- and bougie. Come on, that was it. Between was that, that between that and stir fry. Just she hates stir fry and she hates Taco Tuesday. Oh. I know. Such a hater. Um, this is just an honorable mention. But these guys were like in the mall and they were playing the piano. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why does this song sound familiar? But the song was so beautiful. They were playing Chop Suey by System of a Down. Ah. Oh. But it was, it was like literally the most beautiful thing I had ever heard. Let me tell you something. People, 
it's enough of us black people that appreciate system of a down. So I don't even have to say anything. If you know, you know. You know, if I didn't have a period of just being just absolutely vain, I probably would have been a goth, a black goth kid. I, because you know, I listened to so much of that. Yeah, but you know, music. I, well, you know, it's all. I always have to go back and no, no judgment, and talk about how I was very much okay, like corn, lip biscuits, <laughs> Papa Roach, like all of that was that was very much my. Those were my people. So sometimes when people say something, I'd be like, y'all, you you don't know. Like we listen to everything. Like uh, the even the the depressing women, like um, um, who was that? Uh, Atlantis Warset, um, Fiona Apple. Stop. You know those are my two favorites because you know when they did uh, Jackie Roll. When they did Jagged Little Peel on Broadway, you know, me and a certain male friend of mine were plotting to go and, and see it. Because I was like, when are we going? Like, do you need me to fly in and meet you? Like, we were dead serious because that was our shit. Like, t- collectively, yes. we bonded over that time. Over Jagged Little I, Peel. I know you have to, if you say one, you have to say the other. But I I really was only a fan of Nirvana because of Kurt Cobain. Man, listen, look. I was deeply saddened when he when I tell you that my love for Nirvana literally trans translated over to Foo Fighters because yes. I was a fan of uh, Van yes. Grohl, so it just kind of blended in, and I fucking love them too. Okay, yes. we are way off track. We are, but did you just say what you keep listening because I could do this all day. Yeah, we could. Um, I I um I have an old car. I have a CD player. Um, it has been playing Erica Badu for about two years. Like I've had Erica Badu on my CD player, and I was like, "Let's take Erica out. Let's just pull her out, but let's see what else to put in." And I, it was a CD that I had burned, and I stuck it in, and it was the 2020 experience that Justin Timberlake. Wait, when was, didn't I just say I was listening to Push Love Girl last week? Did <laughs> I tell you? It took me all types of places when it came, and I was like memories just flooding back because when I tell you start to finish that that perfect record but my favorite song on there is Strawberry Bubblegum I love that song Strawberry the thing about the Justin Timberlake record what I think people don't realize today when you listen to songs Spotify Apple Music most songs that you hear are less than three minutes long. Yes. These songs on Justin Timberlake's record, each one was more than five to six minutes long. Mm-hmm. So kids nowadays, their attention span wouldn't allow for what this record was. But it's a fabulous record. But Strawberry Bubblegum, Justin Timberlake, my song. Um, to, I, if anybody, you live in Atlanta, uh, why is it 97.9? I think it's like an old school station. It's like, is it really? I, whatever it is, it's a sister station to Q100. But um, I can't remember the name of it, but I think it's 97.9. It's a, um, like old school station. And they played a song that I heard, I haven't heard in years. And most of you probably have never heard. Uh, Champagne by Salt and Pepper. I, so when you said it, I was like, 
why do I not remember this song? If you played it, you'd be like, I do know this song. Okay. Because it was a popular song, but it was kind of like, damn, I forgot about Like, it was literally one of those, I forgot about this song mm-hmm. kind of moments when I heard it. But I was like in the car. Yes. I was like, that was my jam. And um, honorable mention, Nisha always laughs when this song comes on because I get hyped. Uh, Funky Dividends by Three Times Dope. Um, when this song came out, it was, I was listening to that last week. It was me and my friend Heather, who I grew up with. We've known each other since we were 11, 10 or 11. And that was our song. We had dance moves. Like, I, I was a dancer in my former life, in my <laughs> mind. Um, <laughs> the missing member of 357. <laughs> and so, so, and when it came on, I was like, oh. This is my song. And then my sister in the background goes, I know. I heard this enough as a child. But <laughs> I know that this is your song. So I was like, what? She was like, oh my God. She was like, this song? She was like, I only know this song because of you. So if you don't know Funky Demons, three times dope, let me tell you, they're Philadelphia legends. Um, please go listen to Funky Dividends. And the crazy thing about Funky Dividends is that this is a song from the late 80s, early 90s, but it still applies in 2023. So it's very appropriate for the times. So definitely go back and listen to that. But yeah, that's what's about to be the process. Good. Um, Without further ado, let's get into the ghetto happenings of Earth. The world is a ghetto. Um, I'm gonna let you go first. <laughs> I have I have stopped talking about Florida. No, we this that motherfucking sorry ass state every episode. I don't want to keep talking about Florida, but I swear every week y'all give me more to talk about. Like I have to get pull out the list. It's the Satan. It's the Satan. If, if he wasn't running the fucking show, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Dude. Not from there. Dude, let me tell you something. So Florida, uh, on what's it, July 1st? Um, Florida has invalidated driver's license from the following states. Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Rhode Island, and Vermont. So if you are planning on vacationing to Florida from those states and you are driving, your driver's license is invalid in the state of Florida. Um, People are kind of like, they don't understand. What you must understand is that this is about immigration. Um, Because of those states states and those laws uh, and those states allow for people who are not citizens to have driver's licenses. So it's a whole thing about migrants or immigrants. How racist can one white person be? And our federal government is allowing us. I mean, I just, I, it's, I, it's, ha! This, I just want, I'm saying one thing, I'm done. I'm not even gonna comment anymore. This man is running for president. Mm-mm. That's Mm-mm. all, that's all I wanna tell you. Oh, wait, 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 I can talk about Florida some more. I oh, one more thing about Florida because I think you'll get a kick out of this. So Florida has all these racist things like you can't teach about Black history, mm-hmm. but you can teach about Asian American. Mm-hmm. You can't say gay. 
it's all these things that you know drag queen all these things mm-hmm. and you know the envelopians have been fine with it until Ron DeSantis decided to end the forever alimony law. So now these women who have been getting alimony <laughs> are not are getting cut off. So now these Republican white women have decided that they're going to switch parties because they don't want to support Ron DeSantis. But it was okay. It was money. It was okay when it was when he was coming after everybody else. When he sent all the uh, the uh, Mexicans and the Spanish, anybody was in, when he sent them packing, y'all were fine with that. When they cut out the, the black history in the school, you were fine with that. When he cut off, but the when he cut off your <laughs> now you have a problem with it. Look, let me tell you something. I saw Nikki Giovanni years ago and it still stands. She was like, they're coming after the gays. Who you think they're coming after next? It's always somebody next. It's always somebody next. I don't understand what people don't understand about that. If you don't get on the train when they start with one, you're going to be a part of the group that they come after next. Just Y'all think, y'all are not thinking logically. These white people want their slaves back. Racist <laughs> white women think that they are exempt from yep. the whims of heteronormative white men, and they are not. Nope. The government was created, for the most part, by heteronormative white men. Yes. So anyone who is outside of that group, they will come for you. You in danger, period. <laughs> Molly, you, you think you say because your skin ain't got no melanin in it. You and I say, white lady. You have a vagina. You not White saying. ladies, white <laughs> girls, white people that identify even if you are non-binary yes. and you look like you got a coochie, yeah. they come They come for you too. And so it's just, you know, Florida is hell. And I saw that. I kept seeing that clip repeatedly. Bugs, money cutting that bitch off with them salt. And I was like, Bugs, I'm coming to help. Like, I need, some, I need somebody to help. I just feel bad for the people that have to catch these stray bullets it's just minding their business and trying to live life in Florida. Like, sorry, y'all. Yeah, it's just, and that's and that's the thing is that I very I feel very Excuse much me. sorry for the people who cannot afford to up and leave Florida. Yes, like because there's people who who would love to go, mm-hmm. but just they don't have the means to up and leave. They just it's, it's just it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ghetto. Um. I'm going to mention something that has been just constantly on everyone's timeline, whether they wanted it there or not, whether you know these people or not. And it's not really about them, but of course I have to mention it to give it context. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do your Googles and figure out what's going on, um, Kiki Palmer's baby daddy, his name is Darius, but we just for the sake of time, Kiki baby daddy, show his ass on the internet. And what was alarming to me was the amount of people. So when I say people, I'm including women in this, who made the comment, he's not even married to her. That's just her baby daddy. I want people to get out of the chokehold that 
if you are married to a man, he can tell you what to do and you have to follow his orders. Marriage is not a dictatorship, okay? And this is coming from someone who I was like, why, why is it like I live with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? And he who shall not be named on my podcast said, well, I was under the impression that once we got married, you have to do whatever I tell you to do. Who in the fuck? Because what happens is y'all, when they, when you say I do, and they say I do, there's a fairy that comes and sprinkles dust over top of y'all's heads and everything about you change. Any, 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 anybody, okay? Anybody who knows me. Yeah, that's not it. Who knows me for one year? 10 years. Baby. 20, 30, or 40. Baby, years. that's not it. What you know about me is <laughs> I ain't it. never been that bitch. Mm-mm. Now, I have something to say. I think it's, I just... I have something to say like you can't you I'm not there was one man in my life one who no who I blindly follow mm-hmm. and I will never blindly follow another man in my motherfucking life because it has always been to my fucking detriment mm-hmm. and that was my father I believed him I trusted you supposed to trust your daddy right yeah this nigga always led me to peril Always. But, but here's the, the the crazy thing about the whole concept of for me, no, they're not supposed to, it's not that's not how marriage works. But for me, what's bothersome is that for a lot of women, that is their expectation. Because be, that he's that supposed, he's supposed to, tell to tell them what that and because for them to for them to say he's just her boyfriend, that means that, that is your expectation. That's your expectation. That's that's why it's ghetto to me. Because, and this is this is I'm I'm coming for women. Yes. This is not a pick me statement because please don't pick me. I don't want you trifling dusty ass niggas. This is I'm just saying. Can we please challenge ourselves in the things that we say? Because when you say that's not even her husband, you are implying that husbands have a right to tell. They're wise what to do. Yeah. He doesn't own, he doesn't own you. Yeah. He doesn't own her. Your husband doesn't own you, ma'am. Yeah. And you don't own him. So even it kind of it goes both ways. You don't, it's a partnership. Like, why do people act like romantic relationships are about someone has to be superior yeah. and someone has to be inferior? That grinds my fucking gears. Because people be wanting to know why their shit doesn't work. Because you are acting like this person is a a possession, yeah, an it's, item. It's like you. It's like you. People get into relationships and they create a power dynamic <laughs> that that never that doesn't have to exist, but you you place it there. Like you you make it exist. Like you you create it when it it doesn't have to be there from the start because you know you look at your parents yeah you know society says look look at who runs the country right men yeah okay they're doing a fucking terrible job at it they've always done a fucking terrible job at running this country for the most part what the fuck are they doing yeah. but this is who we have to we have to listen to these mother- look at what men are doing 
Yeah. Case in point, a man is doing that. He's making these stupid ass fucking decisions that literally are affecting everyone, not just in the state of Florida. Yeah. Now, how many people know what she just told us? about ghetto-ass Florida, and they're going to ride their ass into Florida and get the fuck up. Right, on vac- But here's the thing is that just imagine flying into, let's say you're taking your kids to Disney. Mm-hmm. You you get into Orlando, you go to the spot, and you want to rent a car, and they tell you that your license is invalid because you come from one of those states. So what, you, what the so fuck, what you the fuck you going to do for the whole week? Who going to refund your money? Nobody. Right. And that's like, it's ghetto. I just... I want us as people to do better and stop subscribing to these fucking ghetto social conditionings because we don't we don't have to believe these things. Right. I mean, we don't have to subscribe to them either. No, we don't. We do not. And and a lot of times, what I feel like is sometimes people are really afraid are afraid to push the envelope. Yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> Look, and that's I'm why that, like my grandma that's why the world is a ghetto yes the world is a ghetto moving on yes <laughs> this is episode 51 bodies on bodies we are talking about sexual history body counts it's a, it's a stupid ass question to ask somebody it is it's a dumb ass question and i feel like if <laughs> Any man who has ever asked me that question and got blocked immediately, um, like I didn't even answer the question and I didn't tell them they would get blocked. They just never heard from me. Here's my thing. Anytime that I've been asked it, my question is, so if I don't tell you, we don't have sex? Right, because that's, ne- that's never the case though. Right. That's never the case. Well, I just want to know what I'm getting into. What does it matter? What does it matter? How many people I've had sex with before you? Wait a minute. If you want to have sex with me. But what am I getting into? Are we going to get tested before we have sex? Like, because if that's the case, we can go, can we, take can, we can take a test. Mm-hmm. Because if, if your response is, what am I getting into? Well, we can go take- It's coochie. Yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> we can go take a test. And as soon as you say that, niggas be like, hey, huh? Because bitch, you haven't been to the doctor in 12 years. So let what are we talking about? I, and the thing is, it's not that I don't say my number because I'm ashamed, because you can't shame somebody who's unashamed. Mm -hmm. Listen, ho is life, 100, whether I'm fucking or not. I I just feel like, and we'll get into that. There's an episode where we talk about that, but I just feel like I am going to do what the fuck I want to do with this body, because where are any of you motherfuckers when it's time to pay these motherfucking bills? Right. Where you at? Where's your two cents? Where is your literal two fucking cents (laughs) to pay these bills? But you got two cents about this body count. So say say I was a virgin, right? This is why body counts are stupid because (laughs) if I was a virgin, but your favorite thing is getting your knob slobbed, why would you think I would know how to do that? Because I'm a virgin. But isn't like so? I even heard guys be like, well, "It's just more than three bodies." That mm-mm. here's the but thing. You but here's the thing: is that who are you having sex with? And if it's more than three bodies, if this woman is literally forty years old, and you talking about three bodies is too much, bitch. What the fuck? Well, 
you know, without telling some people, this, I know some women who are married and that is the first and the only guy that they've had sex with, and I, right? and, and I know, but I do know Radio people bitch, like that. That's not me. Yeah, but I know, but I do know people. <laughs> but my thing is that, if, here's the thing is that, you know, three bodies is too many. So is, how, how many do you have? So let's talk about that. <laughs> when you ask guys how many people, they don't even know. And I'm fucking all. Not, they don't know because it's a low number. They don't know because some niggas have had more sex than Will Chamberlain. Baby. And I'm supposed to be okay if we're going to take the same, the same standard, right? That women who sleep with lots of people are unclean. You dirty dick motherfucker, I'm supposed to have sex with you and you don't know how many people? I know my number, I'm just not telling you. But you you have no idea. I had a guy tell me, I don't know, but it's it's more than 200. And I was like, you don't need my number. Right. You literally don't need to have sex with me. So why is knowing how many I've had, why is that important to you? You've literally had more, I promise you had more sex than me. Right. And my number is pretty high. But but that's the thing is that it's I I am always you know me I ask questions yes. why do you need to know that that because <laughs> what so you ask the question why you know me I need explanation yes why do you need to know because that's my business and and what will it change if you do know mm-hmm. like because if the point of us we just fucking, then it doesn't matter. This could be a one hit or quitter. Like this is, so do, do you want your opportunities or do you not want your opportunity? Like it's right. And even if we start talking about, well, I'm not wifing up no hoe. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. First of all, y'all listen to too much motherfucking too short, okay? And dog pound. Yeah, some people want hoes for wives, okay? Shout out to T.I. He usually will be talking about shit I want to talk about, but that's my motherfucking song. <laughs> but here's the thing is that- Why do I don't want a housewife, okay? But this, is, but this is the thing is that I think, and this is why some shit doesn't go. You don't want a, a woman with a high body count, but you want her to be able to do tricks and splits and flips on your dick. But she can't learn that if she only been with one dick. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, she could. But- <laughs> You can't listen. That's but this is what but you know what you know what I'm insinuating is that you're asking for two things that don't go together. They don't. They don't go together. My sexual history is a culmination of experiences. I did not look at porn as the teacher that men think of. Look at women. Here's this is my experience, and I'm not saying this is every woman's experience, but this is my experience. Me having a variety of lovers over the years, men and women, has allowed me to figure out what I like and what I don't like. There it is. Right. And that's it. How I like it. Yep. How I don't like it. And I do not think because men's egos are so fragile and I dealt with women who had fragile egos 
the honesty involved in getting to know your own body, mm -hmm. some people cannot deal with that. I used to be involved with someone who was offended that I didn't like his soft penis. What am I going to do with that? I can't. And it's like a, like, it's like a stress ball. Right. When, when it's hard. So, yes. I am correct. What were you saying? What were you supposed to be doing? They wanted me to be just as enamored with their penis when it was soft as I was when it was hard because they said my response when it was hard was far more favorable than when it was soft. I can't do anything with a soft penis. But the thing that they were uncomfortable with is they were a grower. They're not a shower. But they're a phenomenal grower. So when they're soft, they're about three inches, right? But when they grow, I kid you fucking not, this motherfucker would grow like six motherfucking inches and it would get huge. It was a porn star penis. Take comfort in the fact that you actually can grow that. Yeah, because there are men who can't. What you see is what, what you get. get. It's going to get hard, but it's going to stay that three inches. Yeah. And that's no hate. There are some guys who can do, they can do things with those things, right? But my thing is, how are you offended by this when I didn't say I didn't want to have sex with you? Right. I just said, yeah, can we just make it hard? No, he wanted me to stick. No, no, because I know what you're going to say. Banana in my mouth and make it hard. But you're not giving me those kinds of vibes <laughs> where I even want to do that. So I must wait till it's till it's hard. And then it's go time. I don't just like, I don't, but this is my thing is I know what I like. But I'm supposed to choose to like something else because your feelings are hurt about your fatty coo, nigga? <laughs> what? Oh my God. I really died. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't understand that men can have tons of experiences to figure out what they like, mm -hmm. but we as women are not allowed that space. And it's just very... It's giving very fucking double standard because yeah. you want me to have, you want me to know how to suck dick right. You want me to know how to fuck right from the back, from the front, from the side. Yeah. Like you want me to be able to take it in all these different holes, yep. right? My ear hole, my nostril, yeah. my armpit, Look. right? My booty coochie. Yeah. <laughs> what would you call it? You want to be able to do all these things. Like I have to be the wonder woman of sex. Right. But you're not even a good teacher. Like you can't even, you've had sex with hundreds of women and still don't fucking know where a goddamn clitoris is. I know where a penis is. I know where a G spot is. Right. And here's the thing is that so what's so crazy is that it's like. Yes, sir, you may have had a lot of sex, but was it satisfying sex for your partner? Because- I don't care. Yeah, but that's the thing is that they don't care. So why should I care if you know how many niggas I didn't have sex with? Like, 
you you understand what I'm saying? It's like you're not you're not putting your care in the right place. Like you're you you want to care about a number mm-hmm. when you should really care about finding what you can't find. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I say this, and th- there's a part of me that's like, don't say this in case this person ever watches the podcast because I I feel like they know that it's them I'm talking about. Yeah. But I I, I kid you not. Out of all of my sexual experiences, it wasn't until I was, let me do the math so I make sure I'm the right age. How old am I now? 43? Yes. <laughs> so where was I? I'm trying to think where <laughs> I lived. <laughs> Six years? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that would make me 37. Yes. Yep. I was 37. The very first time I had a considerate lover. The very first time. And that's why this body's conversation, it doesn't matter because I've had sex with tons of people. And out of all those people, only one, one. And I'm out of middle-aged wife by then. And let's be real about what middle age is, okay? Because it's not what you guys think. It's not just... 40, 40, in your 40s or your 50s, no. you're middle-aged when you're about, you got to think about the lifespan. So no. after 35, yeah, really, after 35. you're middle-aged. So I had to wait till I was almost 40 to have a considerate lover. And it wasn't that I was picking like terrible people all these years. Yeah. It's just that people are conditioned to have sex certain ways. So when you grow up watching a ton of porn, which a lot of people do they start watching porn at very young ages Mm -hmm. there are people who start having sex at like 12 13 years old I didn't I was 16 when um I started having sex but you don't know what the fuck you're doing at 16 so you for damn sure don't know what you're doing at 12 motherfuckers didn't know what they was doing at 21 I remember one of the bodies I caught this motherfucker was fucking a couch cushion and he was fucking me. And I didn't have the heart to tell him, but he was really into it. I was like, can you not have sex with this person? I would like to they but don't I, know what a coaching I would like, like to raise you inner thigh. <laughs> oh my God. I've never told that story, but yeah. Yeah. Inner thigh, inner thigh, inner thigh with somebody who had had sex with me before. So I was like, "So now you don't know the difference." All right, bro, we won't be doing this again, and we didn't. But imagine if I was concerned about body count, right? And was just like, "I don't, I can't have any more because he was what number was he? It was in high school when it happened." But here's the thing is that a lot of times, and a lot of times there's women out there who will circle back to the somebody who wasn't all that good because you don't want your number to go up. I have seen, not me. Not me. I'm not circling back on that. And then I'm not staying with that raggedy Negro to keep having sex with him because I don't want my number to go up. Mm-mm. No. There are too many people in the world who actually want to have enjoyable sex with you yeah. and they want to make sure that you're pleased to settle for something because you are listening to these basement nig sales tell you that 
if you sleep with more than three people, you are a filthy whore. I will be a filthy whore then, yeah. okay? I will. I'll be the biggest slut you know, but I will also have enjoyable sex when I have it because it's my fucking body and I can choose to do with it whatever the fuck I, I mean, but do. let's talk about the people who get with the um the low body count women, but you cheat on them with the high body count women. Because she doesn't know how to give good head. She's great. I had a I literally had a guy tell me this years ago on Twitter, and I did block him after we had this conversation because I thought it was the most horrendous. Um, of course it was in my DM. Um that about some girl that he used to like that she really gave good head. But he had a fiance, he was getting married, like in a few weeks. And I said, Well, she's not fucking with you because you have a fiance. Like, and I was like, so why doesn't your fiance? And she was he was like, she doesn't, she doesn't do that. I was like, so your fiance doesn't suck dick. And I said, but you just told me that was your favorite thing. I said, so how's that gonna work when you get married? Because you know she's not gonna just automatically start doing that when you when you get married. This goes back to the world being a ghetto. I'm married, so you have to do what I tell you to do. Do you know? I don't know if people acknowledge this, but if you husband force your wife to have sex with you, you do know that's rape, right? Yeah, it was just, I thought it was the most ridiculous conversation. I was like, I think so basically what you're going to do is you're going to marry this woman, but then go out and cheat on her because she don't say that. That's what you're telling me. Yes. And he was like, and then he was like, she's a good woman. And I said, but you, I said, so. Then treat her well. I said, so she's a good woman. I said, okay, but let's, I'm not even going to focus on, on her. I said, but you're going to go into this knowing you're going to be unsatisfied. Yes. You're going to go into this marriage knowing you're going to be unsatisfied and do her wrong because you know, you willingly marry somebody who cannot satisfy you. Is this what you're telling me? And then he was like, yes. And then I was like, block the poet. Um, get out of here yes because i because now you now i know that you're a fucking idiot yes and i don't want to ever talk to you ever again i will and i will say this and, and for anyone who doesn't know me i was being sarcastic earlier when i was like because she doesn't say good head like no this is things that i've heard guys tell mm-hmm. me and they will entertain relationships with other women like oh you're the best i ever had but they'll marry somebody else what well she would make a better mother to my children yep excuse me i just it doesn't make any sense like you need to be cultivating a trustworthy relationship with your wife yeah with your significant other and if you don't want to if this person is the love of your motherfucking life but she used to be a pole dancer who the fuck cares right you could be having the best relationship of your life if you could get over the fact of what other people are going to think about your relationship i just i feel like we as adults these body count conversations just any conversations about sex if we are still acting like we are children i i just i feel like when are you going to mentally grow up right why would you purposely have a life a unsatisfying life yeah and that was and that's what was kind of in my mind i was just like this don't this this don't make no sense to me like it just like 
I'm I'm giving you points. Right. Asking you specifically, and you're saying yes to everything. I need you to go jump off a bridge, sir, because this. And also, you know, if you if your significant other wants you to do things that you're uncomfortable with, that you don't like, that you want to do, I just I'm very much an advocate of maybe that's not the person, person for yeah, you. Yeah, it's you know I feel like a lot of things that people want to do or. First of all, there's a level of trust that needs to be there before Mm -hmm. for this person to trust you to do these things. But just like you said, you're not even building trustworthy relationships to get to that point. Maybe she will suck your dick, but you are out here scheming on another person. So you she doesn't even feel safe doing that because you're she can feel that you're lightweight fucking with somebody else. Like, do you understand? Like it it was kind of like. I was literally talking to a brick wall and I was like, yeah, I don't want to, con- I don't want to continue. It's the body's conversation also goes off into other areas because when we talk about having lots of sex with lots of different people, I'm very concerned about sexual health also. Yes. So I know some people have this belief that you carry around the energy of the bodies that you've had sex with. And that's why women shouldn't have lots of sex. There was some idiot bitch online. I can't, she wears a hat and she's just full of fucking shit. But she's saying that women shouldn't have lots of sex because, you know, it, we carry around the energy of the men. So what do men carry around? They don't, they don't have the energy of the women. If we're going to believe that, right? Now, they got go coochie all over them. Thank you. Me personally. Now let's talk about it from a biological standpoint, okay? You know what happens when a guy has sex with lots of women without a condom? You know what happens? pH balance is trash. He fucks up every single woman's pH balance. So if me personally, I'm a woman. And I'm using protection. I do not let anyone go in me and sheath. I, what am I carrying around? Right. Right? But this man is sticking his unsheathed penis. Goes coochie. And God knows what, right? So he could be fucking episodes too. I didn't say that man was gay, but even if he was, what if he's gay? What if he's bisexual, right? What if he just doesn't subscribe to anything? He just goes with flow, does what the fuck he wants to do, right. but he's not, protecting. he doesn't, he's not protecting himself. He is literally spreading booty coochie germs all over the goddamn place. Ghost coochie. <laughs> okay. But you're concerned about me being a whore? Right. Why don't you be concerned about yourself? Why don't you make sure that you you are concerned about your sexual health as well? Yep. Because I just I really do feel like there's this stigma to getting tested. And I think people are ashamed because they think that if they catch something, it's because they're dirty. And that's because there's this whole stigma to dirty. If you have a sexually transmitted disease or sexually transmitted infection, you're a dirty person. You didn't, you didn't be clean, but there are people the very first time they have sex, they catch something. Because the dirty motherfucker, this is how we treat people, right? When they have something, we call them dirty had sex with this virgin. But if you were a guy who is like, I can have sex with whoever I want to and I can have sex however I want to, but you're only looking for women 
with low or no body counts, you get to sully their loins. Yeah, you get to infect the city. That doesn't, the math is not math. It never maths. It never maths. It's not math. It's not math. I honestly, even, even when we talk about like sexual health, right? And uh, wanting to know people's sexual health that you're having sex with, I don't need to know your number. No. I just need to know, are you taking care of yourself? Yep. When's the last, I can ask these things. If you want to have sex with me, I can be like, when's the last time you were tested? Yeah. I can even ask to see the test yep. for yep. confirmation. If you want to ride this ride. I'm sorry. That just reminds me of the time I got in the car with a stranger and he pulled out his medical records from underneath the seat. <laughs> I'm laughing, but he's like prepared. Like, oh, she ain't finna tell me no <laughs> I only got in the car because he looked like Method Man. Moving on. <laughs> I know, I'm so terrible. But still, I just, I feel like, he, see, that's a person who is just like, I don't care about bodies, but here is my history. Yeah. And the crazy. Are we ready to go or no? But when the crazy shit was that I saw him with his girlfriend in the mall the next day. And I was like, wow, sir. Yeah, that, well, he didn't mention her when I was in the car. Now I'm hiding in the clothes, right? <laughs> no backseat loving convinced? No, no. I just, I mean, he was also a man that was on the interstate and he pulled himself out while he was driving and I was on the window. Well, to get out. I don't think I got any more strange cars after that. That's a whole nother story. But yeah, like, it's just, again, the math isn't math. It's always, it's, you know, it's always a double standard because it's never what's good for the goose is good for the gander. It's never, it's, it's, it's never that. And so it's, it's, we have to maintain this pristine, clean, you know, image for the the man's psyche. It's all about, it's, and it, it is. and it's really for their psyche because like, I mean, first of all, like, why are you really worried about the next man? Like, in this moment, the fact that you would even be talking about that, that's really bothersome to me. Why are you thinking about other dicks? Well, I'm trying to get on yours. Like, that is... You're killing the mood, you know, I don't want... Now I don't want to do it. I want you to go home. I want you to get away from me. Don't touch me. Because now you've changed my mood. Like, mm -hmm. you are focused on something that we should not be focused on. And then it's an idiotic conversation to have. And again, there is no faster way to kill my mood than we are. It's obvious we've been to get it cracking and you bring up the body count. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah, I'm, not, I'm never going to have sex with you. Yeah. Because you're, even if you're, oh, I'm just curious. Well, cat in the hat, take your fucking curiosity and raise up because you just fucked it up. You fucked it up for yourself. I mean, at that point, you might as well. And when you leave, you can block me. Yeah. <laughs> On the way out the door, you can block me. Go ahead. <laughs> there will be no crack, no, no sex cracking over here. I, <laughs> I just, I want us to be the mature people. That we that, claim to be. Yes, that we claim to be. Yeah. I, you know, I just, I want to make sure your, your health is in order. 
And that's it. I have been fortunate enough to not contract anything. And I say fortunate because I'm not going to lie and tell you that I have used protection every single I got a kid. You know I have. Some of us have risked our lives. However, that kid was, the, that came out of nowhere. And I know some people are like, oh, if you're a fucking, you should, I wasn't supposed to be able to have kids. Right. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. When it comes to protection, and that's another thing, I, as much as I do feel whole is life, still protect yourself. Yeah. Because you can't rely on other people to protect you. No. You have people who will act like they're protecting you and take the, the condom off mid pump. Yeah. yeah. Please don't do that. That's right. Penis wilders. Please don't. <laughs> That's and that's, I say penis wilder because you could be trans and doing that stupid shit. Don't do that to people. Yes. That is a crime. It is. It's a crime. It actually, like, we're not being funny. That's illegal to do that. It's up there with rape. Yes. How, how, what, kind, what is that crime classified as? I, I, I feel like it's, it's also like a, they, it's, it's an I assault feel, charge. Yeah, I feel like it's sexual assault, but there's and something added to it. Like I don't, yeah, you know, like something with deception or so, something kind of because if the person doesn't know, I can't remember what the legalese is, but I'm pretty sure it's a sexual assault. And I don't want to hear this shit about oh, you're taking the fun out of out of the moment. You can have that moment with someone else. You're not gonna have it with me. Yeah. Okay. Like, is it your? Why are people so committed to being creeps? I swear you can have non-creepy sex. I promise you can, and it will be enjoyable. But then, but that's the, but that's the point. Is that are do you not enjoy it if it's not creepy? Are you? I think it's a control thing. For yeah, because I'm like, if it's not, if if it's if you are like a genuine creep and you don't enjoy sex unless it's creepy, then that's a whole. Oh. That's a whole different conversation. Stay away from it. Yeah. If you're if your idea of being in control at all times is I need to know her body count. If I want to take this condom off while we're fucking, I should have the freedom to do that so that it can feel I can't feel anything with this condom on. You motherfucking lie. You better put that sheepskin on and shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ, that there's the lies. Also, so many lies. Also, you know, stop wearing magnums. Like you don't need that. You don't need that. I want y'all to stop buying those. Your condom shouldn't look like a saggy tube sock. Yes, it shouldn't look like a saggy tube sock, and the likelihood of it coming off increases when you wear something that is not properly fitted. Yes, it does. Just like if I wear shoes too big, I'll fall. It's gonna flop and hurt myself. Or it'll flop off. Yeah. Think about it like that. Like, you know, I get it. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know your she size. Don't do that. <laughs> the Magnum is for, you know, girthier. Mm-hmm. Girthier guys. So I understand. Some of you, some of you do feel a little better. It doesn't feel like you're choking to death. Yes. But yeah, like do better. Please. That's that's really what this is about. When we, excuse me, when we talk about the body count, that doesn't that doesn't make you 
uh, a person that isn't qualified to be married. Right. That doesn't make you a person that isn't qualified to be a parent. You have some people who are terrible parents and terrible spouses. Right. And they have very low body counts. Yeah. And, and just like, don't let anybody wield that against you uh, as something to, to, you know, have power over you to make you feel bad about who you are as a person because your number may be a little bit higher than maybe somebody else's, but that's your business. Like it is don't let anybody come into your life and try to use that against you in any way to try to control you in situations and make you feel bad about who you are as a person, because that's not what that's about. Listen, and my dad was a whole asshole. Okay. <laughs> and I, I'm not being flippant when I say I that. Know, I'm being serious. But he was very strict about me and my sister's engagement with the opposite sex because he was terrified of us being whores, right? And when he found out, I think I was 19 when he found out that I was no longer a virgin. And his words to me were, tell me how many people you had sex with so I know how much of a whore you are. How would you say that to your child? Again, to wield something over you. But why would you, a whole ass hoe, say that to your child? Uh, he's a man. My point exactly. That, he's a man. Okay. See, these double standards, yeah. it was, you were supposed to be saving yourself for marriage and you were supposed to be a virgin. So you got if married. I never get married, I'm supposed to die a virgin. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> no. According to the Bible, you're not supposed to be fornicating. All right, then. Tamara, it's against, it's against God's will for you. You are supposed to be celibate. And the, Lord is my, the Lord is my shepherd. He know what I want. And abstain from sex. I listen when my dad said that to me. I just I I was hurt and angry, so the tears just, just came down. It wasn't an ugly cry; it was just uncontrollable. And I just got out the car, and he's he stopped, and he's like, "Hey, like you." And I just walked in the house and I closed the door because I I didn't live with him, but. It's it's one of those types of things, even if you you know other people out right. in the world feel that way, it is a very disconcerting thing to know your own father yeah. feels that way. Like yeah. bodies are so important. The control of girls and women's body is more important to you yeah. than actually knowing, making sure they know, hey you know sexual uh safety yeah there's no sexual safety talk and that's the crazy thing about like when they want to take sex education out of schools or they have taken it out of schools like and you and then you're like why are all these numbers like these stds are rising and this is that yes let me tell you i honestly think my body count would be lower if my parents would have just answered questions, I was curious. Mm -hmm. And I said, 
Well, my biggest thing, what actually drove me to actually decide, okay, I'm going to go ahead and have sex. Uh, I was in high school and these girls kept getting into fights over this one dude. And I was like, why did I fight over this dude? One girl had a baby already. So her baby would be at home with her mama while she was at school. And they were getting into knockdown, drag out brawls. And I was just like, what is it about these dudes? Like, and so I was like, what is going on? Like, why this and that? So come to find out, well, he had had sex with somebody else. And so the girl found, the girlfriend found out and fought the other girl. But she thought that that was her man too. And I was like, does sex feel that good that you would just want to get in a fight with somebody? Like, I don't understand. I need to get in on this. Like, what, what is this that feels <laughs> you want, great? You want to know what's going to make me want to I did. Get in a fifth because I, I wanted to understand, like, Ooh, what is so good about this? Let me try it out. It was a disappointment. It wasn't that. It was just nobody... It, when you have parents, and it really wasn't my mom, it was my dad who didn't want us to know anything about sex. They're not telling you anything. It's trial and error. Yeah. So I had a boyfriend in high school, but he was a hoe. He was sleeping with fucking. I had girls always trying to fight me over this nigga. And I was just like, this motherfucker can definitely not be. He thinks to this day he's my first. He is not. Um, it happened to be this really. Okay, I ha- I lied. My the considerate lover was not the first. It was my first. Okay. The first. So it's been two people. Okay. Two. We upped it. So we upped it, y'all. 16 and 37. Jesus was Christ. when I had considered. So my very first time. So when people say their first time was very unenjoyable, the first time I tried, it was terrible. It was just it was like Carrie. Can you see the movie Carrie? Unfortunately, I have. Yes. Yeah, so that's you, why I'm making you, this. The fact. bucket? Yes, that's why I'm making that's this. That's literally, and I was just like, something's wrong. It would not go in. So I took that as a sign from the universe. This is not the person that I need to have this experience with for the first time, maybe after. Right. But not the first time. And so the first time it was, it was great. But this guy around town, he was considered a hoe too. I, you know, you know how they say you date people that's your father. I've dated a ton of hoes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord of mercy. It wasn't intentional, but I just haven't. So anyway, long story less long. Even having sex and acquiring these bodies in high school, I still couldn't understand why girls were fighting over penis. Yeah. We're in high school. We don't, we, we weren't having that great of sex. You know what I'm saying? I have seen some girls get in fights over dudes. And then I didn't even understand. Like, I'm with you. Like, I didn't understand. There was one guy. He was real. Yeah, they did. They fought over that dude. And then he, and then it was like, when he was, then this girlfriend wasn't around. He was like, he really was on this campaign. Like, he didn't like me. And I was like, well, I don't really give a shit. Nigga, like, I'm not, like, you're not in my friend group. Like, it was just kind of one of those things. Like, you're not in my... I wasn't trying to... I wasn't trying to... I don't... But the reason, he, the reason why he didn't like me was because I saw him cheating on his girlfriend. 
that ain't got nothing to do with me. I saw it. I ain't, I'm not saying nothing until if somebody asked me, I'll be like, yeah, but I'm not going out of my way to tell anybody. But so he, so his focus was to make people not like me because if I ever said anything, it would be like, she just saying that because she liked me and I don't like her. And I was just like, I never said anything, but you told on yourself because you thought I told. Yep. So long story short, he eventually tried to hit on me. And then I was like, no, bro. I see you in gray sweatpants. I'm not impressed. Oh, Tamara. I know. I'm sorry. People can be growers. Yeah, but I didn't even, I didn't want him to grow or show. I just wanted him. Yeah, I was uninterested, but I was interested in acquiring a body. I mean, but everybody in school, like, they were swooning over this nigga. And I was just like, I feel like the hype. Yes. It's, it's the hype there. And, when you make this big deal out of the bodies and stuff, I think boys are conditioned to acquire a lot of bodies. Yeah. Oh, you're more masculine the more girls or women that you have sex with. And then on the other side with women, it's you're less desirable yeah. the more boys or men you have sex with. But again, with. the math's not mathing. That's not. Because if men are, that's what we have sex with men. If you're going out and you're acquiring all these bodies, but the girls ain't supposed to have bodies. So at this point, y'all should be having sex with each other. Right. If, we, if we're all saying no, then y'all should be fucking one another. I know that's not true. So the idea that you would hold it against the women that you have already, you know, ran through, as you say, as men say. Yes. But you will hold it against them, but you acquired your numbers from these women. So how are you going to up your masculinity if we all can have no. more than three sex partners yeah, in we, our entire life. If we all say no. Mm. I'm not against gay sex. If I'm not either. If that's, that's your, if that's you your jam. If that's your jam. That's how you gotta learn. Hey, have fun, boys. Yeah. But we know that's not how it's happening. No, we know. You're, I feel like, and that's when it gets into the whole self-esteem thing yeah. that some guys look for particular girls or women um easy they're they're very much they go into predator mode yes which is disgusting in itself but it is so these bodies conversations listen it with the with the demise of twitter I just hope the body's conversation does not end up on spiel or threads. Yeah. Like, let's keep it kosher, people. I can't. Let's find something else to discuss because... Let's talk about... Um, uh, look the world and, and the climate and why we're all catching on fire right now when we should have... We shouldn't be aflame in our vehicles because it's so hot. What? Just because it's so hot outside. What, is that Texas? <laughs> <laughs> listen, I be taking full advantage of the fact. I listen. I am grateful to you, universe. This has nothing to do with bodies on bodies. I am grateful to you, universe, for air condition, baby. Because ninety-seven degrees in Georgia, it literally feels like your skin is peeling off. It's it's so hot outside sometimes in Georgia that when you come outside it's like you cannot breathe it's like yes 
I take water with me. Yeah. Everywhere I take two bottles of water, everywhere I go, I fill them up while I'm at because I'm drinking that much water. Yeah. I was so dehydrated the other day, I started choking. Girl. Because my throat was so dry. Child, that's why I be booked. That's why I be checking my fingertips to see if they wrinkle to me when I'm dehydrated or not. Oh, that's what that means? Yes, if you if you haven't been having your hands in water and you look at your hands and they're wrinkly like you've been in water, that means you're dehydrated. That's never happened to me, but I didn't know that's what that was. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, Tam. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that has nothing to do with bodies. But no, but we'll wrap this up. The more you know. Yeah. Yes. Come back uh, next week. We'll still be talking. We'll still be talking about the sex. Yes. Listen. I don't know what next week is. With it. I don't. I, uh, let me not say I don't know. I know. I just, I just don't. don't I don't remember. And I looked at it, but again, like the way I had it written, I have it all written like just blurbs, and so I was, I was like yeah so, so come back next week we're still talking about sex yes y'all can hear us talk about sex i know some of y'all like that yes i i already i know like people you know people are nasty <laughs> they are it's funny but okay. our numbers should be up these these next couple weeks <laughs> that's, what we're hoping for. that's what we're hoping until then <laughs> adios amigos <laughs> <laughs>